divorce. I'm going to surprise you and start off with a statistic, if that's okay. Did you know that in the UK, 33% of all marriages end up in divorce? I have to admit, I was quite shocked when I read that. It sounds like a lot, doesn't it? It's even higher in America, about 50%. So we're actually doing okay here. In my mum and dad's era, the rate would have been much lower. Leaving the family home was unthinkable, especially for a woman. And those who were brave enough to do it were often ostracised by their families and friends. How my mum and dad stayed together, I'll never know, as they didn't even sleep in the same room, let alone the same bed. Well, at least as far as I can remember. Maybe not sharing the same room was their secret. When I was growing up, my family consisted of eight children and two adults, all living in a three-and-a-half-bedroom house with one bathroom. My two brothers used to have to go to the pub down the road if they wanted to wash. With seven women in the house, they would otherwise have to wait a very long time for the bathroom. We obviously live in an age now where you can get divorced more easily. A bit too easily, some might argue, and you have choices. When I got married, I never once thought, oh well, if it doesn't work out, I can get divorced, first or second time. Both marriages were forever as far as I was concerned, and despite what ended up happening when I walked down the aisle, I believed that 100%. I was chief bridesmaid for a friend, and I remember her saying to me on her wedding day, This was just as we were walking into the church, by the way. If it doesn't work out, I can always divorce him. Honestly, you could have knocked me down with a feather. I remember thinking, well, this isn't going to work. They were divorced a year later. I think what happened is that she got wrapped up in the whole thing, the ceremony and the idea of being married, without considering what it actually meant, what it all entailed. That side of things can be quite alluring sometimes, especially to women. I know it sounds ridiculous, me saying that both my marriages were for life, but equally, I would never have wanted to live in my mum's era when you couldn't walk away. If you're not happy in a marriage, you should have the right to leave. And I just happened to have exercised that right twice. But as thankful as I am that it's not frowned upon anymore, walking away is often easier said than done. I get so many letters at the mirror from people in unhappy marriages, it breaks my heart. One woman wrote to say that she had been married for 30 years and she'd been unhappy for most of it, almost since day one. I won't go into any details for obvious reasons, but she had become pregnant quite quickly and from then on she said it had just felt impossible to leave. The phrase I'm most used to reading in these kind of letters is, the longer it goes on, the harder it is to leave. I don't think it's ever too late to leave a loveless marriage and the message I always try and get over to people, men and women, is that your happiness should always come above what other people might think. Somebody said to me recently during a discussion on the subject, but you've had two failed marriages, Colleen. No, I haven't, I said quickly. I've had two really successful marriages. This person looked at me like I was stupid, but I was telling the truth. Or should I say that's my truth? I said, as well as giving me three wonderful children, not to mention two ex-husbands who I'm still close to and who no longer piss me off anywhere near as much as they used to, my marriages gave me some of the happiest times of my life. I think this person was expecting me to focus on the shit times, but that's not the way my brain works. Sure, there were plenty of bad times, but what purpose would it serve to dwell on them? The ex-hubbies and me are still friends. The majority of the memories I have from both marriages are good ones, And between the three of us, we've brought three amazing human beings into the world. 
That's what I like to concentrate on, and I don't care what anybody says. In my eyes, my marriages were a success. Don't get me wrong, if I hadn't remained on good terms with Shane and Ray, I might have a different view on things, but even then only slightly. I'd still have the memories, and most importantly, I'd still have the kids. Or should I say adults? Well, yes, I should, actually. One of them's 32. I think it's such a shame when people who get divorced end up being bitter. Sometimes it's inevitable, I suppose, but a lot of the time it's because they only concentrate on the end of the relationship. If I did that, I'd spend the rest of my life being angry, upset and bitter. That's not to say that I don't still experience these emotions from time to time, of course. Let's say I'm talking to somebody about it. We'll be chatting away and a memory will come into my head about something Shane or Ray did and I'll think to myself, I can't believe he did that. What I don't do, though, is let those memories hang around. You're asking for trouble if you do. You obviously can't get rid of them, but what you can try and do is pay more attention to the good times. It's healthier. Take my word for it.